This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about this is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This Is A Place podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is a guy who thought he won the argument with his wife about how to rearrange their furniture, but turns out when he got home, the tables were turned. Brandon. Oh, how the turntables. Oh, how the tables have turned. You know, I'm sure just as well as me, that we don't have any say in the furniture and rearrangement in the house. That's true. So it's futile to try and even debate it. Do you ever have to like go home decorating, shopping, whatever you want to call it with your wife and pretend like you're excited about the stuff she's picking out and pretend to give an opinion? All the time. All the time. And then I'm just confused when something ends up at our house. I'm like, what? We didn't talk about this. And then you you see items and I'm like, oh, we're going to pay $50 for items I've seen at garage sales for $2. <laughs> oh, man. That's yeah, that same like, problem. That is your Everest right there. Yes. Knowing that I can get something for cheaper somewhere else. Yeah, yeah it's rough. They should but have. In, that should be like a game show. You have to go on and buy stuff knowing how cheap it is and just watch how painful it is for you. Well, it is fun watching the prices, right? It doesn't work with people with my type of mindset because it's funny when they say prices of what they would pay for it, not what the manufactured recommended price is, right? Right. They're guessing pricing. So we could go to NPS and not have you look at the prices and guess what you think it would cost. That would, that would be, be a fun. That'd be a fun episode. When we do the industrial side, we can do that. There you go. So I was looking through my pictures and I found uh, from years ago, the MPS store had a Denver Bronco rocking chair. I now regret that I didn't buy that. Here's a good joke. I love my furniture. Me and my recliner go way back. Sorry, just reminded me of that joke when I was talking about it. But I, I really do wish I would have bought that Denver Bronco recliner and then just saved it for whenever I have my man cave. Well, let's ask you this. How would I decorate my house, Brandon? <laughs> oh, boy. How would you decorate your house? Posters of all the movies you love so dearly yep. would adorn the walls. Yep. Absolutely. Karate Kid. Yep. Rocky. I have a Karate, I have a Top karate Gun. Kid room. Yep. You're on fire. You'd have your Broncos all over the walls, too. Throw some BYU in there. That would be awesome to dedicate like one each room in your house. Like one could be like Karate Kid. The next one could be Rocky. The family room would probably be like the Denver Broncos because that's probably where you would watch Denver Broncos slash Jazz, Utah Jazz room, right? Maybe a BYU room. Just a whole sports room. Top Gun room. Uh, possibly Ninja Turtles. You're a big Ninja Turtles fan? Oh, yeah. Heck yes. At least the the first two. The first two movies I know pretty well. The third one I think I've seen like twice and you're just like, mm-mm. That would be fun to be able to have that flexibility 
maybe one day when we're we have our millions, we have multiple houses, we can have a whole house dedicated to the themed rooms we want. Themed rooms. And Tell your them. house would be like the haunted mansion or some each room could be like a different theme to Disneyland, right? Oh yeah, different ride every room. Yeah. And then like you'd have that. your then you'd have your one BYU room. And my one BYU room to, to watch your tie it BYU all together. Games. Tie it all together. Well BYU and Disneyland go hand in hand, right? So that they do. Speaking of Karate Kid though. Yes. I do have to kind of come with my tail between my legs and admit that Cobra Kai is pretty cool. Yeah. So you've started watching it like what a week ago? Oh, not even a week ago. That's generous. <laughs> That's true, huh? I started probably over the weekend and already finished the first two seasons. That's so like in a way not fair. <laughs> I mean, there's no way in Hannah Montana that I could ever like not watch the show knowing that it was out, but it just sucks. Like having to wait for season to season to watch it. That is the nice thing about coming into a show later on in the span of it, because then you can just binge and binge, but it also is the reason why there's so many such thick bags under my eyes because I've been staying up way too late watching this dumb show. So yeah, thanks. I mean, thanks a lot. You're, you're texting me like a what, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning sometimes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last night, uh, shouldn't you be in bed? Shouldn't you be in bed? Crazy times. But yeah. did you hear Spencer Cox, is that his name, our governor? Said about he won't be wearing a mask by July 4th. July 4th. He's going to be in a parade without wearing a mask. So it's kind of hope, hoping that's true. We'll see I what hope happens. so too. We'll see what so, happens. And hopefully, I think the concerning thing is that businesses will have a tough time still recovering. But I think we're in a better place than we were last recession. Last time there was financial issues back in 2009 in that period. Yeah. But thinking back to those days, unfortunately that time claimed the place we're talking about today, apparently. Yeah. The place that used to be on road, Redwood. No Redwood road, Redwood road. So first of all, we're talking about furniture warehouse on Redwood road. That's where it was 5,400 South on Redwood road. But where did that come from? Why was that the joke that it was on road, Redwood well, their original location was on Red Redwood. No, it was also on Redwood Road. I don't know. Did he just mispronounce it in one of his commercials? I was wondering maybe there was a Road Redwood in Utah. Can't find it. Don't know if it exists. But that was always yeah. the catchphrase. The inside joke none of us were in on. Yeah. And they're like, that'd be great marketing. Road Redwood. And... It still has stuck. It's still there. Still works. So there. Did you find out where the original location was? There were multiple locations. So thanks again to a tool we've used many times. 
over the life of our podcast, The Wayback Machine. In 1975, Gary Riddle, Mr. Riddle, started his own small furniture store selling new and used furniture out of the old Sherman School on 33rd South and 2300 East in Salt Lake City, Utah. Over the years, he slowly expanded, moving his locations occasionally throughout the valley, when in 1994 he landed in West Jordan on 7800 South and Redwood Road. This is where Furniture Warehouse really started to grow and build a name for itself. At that time, there were three stores using the generic name Furniture Warehouse. Ah, here we go. So to distinguish his store from all the others and let everyone know where he was, he came up with a clever idea of Road Redwood, hence the phrase Furniture Warehouse on Road Redwood. There you go. That's how he distinguished himself and Uh why he would say Road Redwood. Because everybody was on Redwood Road already. So it's also pegging himself that if he when he moved to a bigger location that he had to find something on road redwood right (laughs) yeah but that's where they stayed was that location yeah that one was just a like a clearance center a clearance center and then up on 54 was the big store The, the big kahuna yeah which do you know what it used to be before it was Furniture Warehouse? Fred Meyer, you said? Fred Meyer, yeah. Fred Meyer. I miss Fred Meyer. That was a fun store to go to, too. There, I mean, Fred Meyer Jewelers is still around, but you don't have the Fred Meyer stores. Yeah. Even though Smith Marketplace, in a way, is kind of Fred Meyer. Anyways. But, uh, yeah, that whole... Uh, complex has changed dramatically since Furniture Warehouse moved away. Even when they took out Furniture Warehouse, that building stood there vacant for, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And now it's Planet Fitness, right? Is that the same? No, I think that, um, no. I mean, because it was right there on Redwood Road, right? I think that strip mall was always there. Okay, so the Furniture Warehouse building is just completely gone, and now it's... It's gone. Did you read the article of how or why they decided to shut their doors? I did a little bit. So they're blaming it on two things, right? One was what you already kind of mentioned, the the recession of 2008-ish, right? Right. When that recession happened. And then the second reason was because they were doing that, um, what do they call it? The traffic light. Continuous flow. Continuous flow of traffic stuff. And so they had a lot of construction going on right there on 54th and Redwood. And so it made it really difficult for people to get into the, the shopping center. It still is pretty difficult to get in there. Well, yeah, if you're heading, say you're coming from like Bangor and you're heading to 54th, you're going over to that shopping center. If you don't know that you need to turn at that first stoplight, you kind of miss it, right? Your opportunity to turn in to the north shopping center where Texas Roadhouse is and Planet Fitness that you mentioned. So, yeah, I can totally understand the thought process of why people didn't want to pull in there. Have you tried 
going on tangent again, but have you tried the new exit when you're heading north on I-15, like the Sandy area, and you're trying to go to 70th South? Let's talk about the continuous flow. No, concept. I so I didn't try it, but I have missed it three times. <laughs> Did you have to get off on 54th? Yes, I'm so used to the way it was, and it completely throws me off because I don't get over nearly soon enough to get over. So I haven't tried to get off on 90th yet. That one's probably the most confusing because you have to be like in like the third lane over or something like that to get off on 90th. But it's, I love the fact that I'll I just got to stay in the far right lane and I can get to 70th South or 215. Right. So that part's easy. But um, anyways, it's just going back to road Redwood. It's just always, always construction, always got something going on. We'll do a whole separate episode to talk about our love for the continuous flow traffic, but I still <laughs> still see people going the wrong way on those things, especially <laughs> on 62 in Redwood. Holy cow. Yeah. Just the other day, like some lady, like, I don't know what happened, but cop was right there. And I think she was giving her a ticket because she might've been fighting the fact <laughs> that she thought she was going the right way. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's confusing. Yeah. In a roundabout way. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step -step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step -step guide to starting your podcast today. Well, what, what do you remember about Furniture Warehouse? Did you frequent it often? No, I did not. Um, furniture shopping is not on my treasure hunting uh, list of things to do. <laughs> it's not a big, there's deals, they were, but you're not going to so, get real big, good deals and save a lot of money going furniture shopping. Right, right. I, I, I enjoyed luxury. RC Willie. I enjoy RC Willie because they have more than furniture. You know what I mean? They have like electronics, they have the appliances and stuff like that. But for my memory, I believe furniture warehouse was more just basically furniture, right? They didn't have appliances. They didn't have electronics. So it was just furniture. And that's not something I get super excited about, but no, I do remember going there when they were closing. So I'm like, I got to go there at least once. Um, and they had a big red rocking chair in the store. That was kind of iconic when you went there. So I've got a picture of my kids. 10 years ago, sitting in that chair. I've never purchased anything from Furniture Warehouse. And maybe if I did, they would still be in business. Too many people like you pushed them out of business, not visiting them. I only bought one thing from Furniture Warehouse. And it was probably weeks before it closed. Because I got the idea to get my family an ottoman for Christmas. Would have been much more expensive. I think I got it for 70 bucks. So way cheap. 
Yeah. But that was all I ever bought. And then quickly they were gone. But I remember going with my parents one time and I saw, I think his name was Grant Riddle. He was one of the sons. He was on the commercial, uh-huh. the younger guy. And I saw him there. I was like, whoa, the guy from the commercials in the store. That's so weird. I didn't grasp <laughs> the concept that the actor would actually work in the store. And Well, have you ever bought a piece of furniture to rest your feet on? Well, you yes. ought to, man. <laughs> should have used that as our lead-in for that story <laughs> or you should have that's said okay. that to me that's a good one well you ought to man um yeah that was like my first exposure to seeing a star in person because that's what i remember most about furniture warehouses their commercials they are very special and they worked obviously i think that's what kind of helped them build their brand right yeah I'm kind of disappointed you're not like this family in this commercial. Dad, I think the Johnsons are moving. Actually, honey, I think they're just going to dinner. Why do they always put their furniture on the top of their car whenever they go anywhere? Well, ever since they went to a furniture warehouse on Road Redwood, they can't seem to get enough of their furniture. They say the furniture's so comfortable, they won't leave home without it. Dad, when we buy furniture from Furniture Warehouse on Road Redwood, we're going to have to get a bigger car. Oh, yeah. Furniture Warehouse on Road Redwood. Furniture so comfortable, you won't leave home without it. I think I remember those commercials. I like the, oh yeah. Well, my favorite ones are the when they would be out in the wild and still have their furniture with them. Like There's camping, one where they're yeah. yeah camping and they have a big bed out in the wilderness. There's one where they're fishing and they're sitting in their recliner chairs. That had to be a lot of work to get that stuff out in the outdoors. Where like where you think they yeah, unless they had a good uh, camera angle to make it look like it was the wilderness when it was really just somebody's backyard. Oh, really? I don't know. Well, see, they had me convinced. I thought it was really in the wilderness. It could be. Great commercials, though. There's one. It's got a catchy tune with it. The savings are intense on Road Redwood. It's the gigantic tent sale at Furniture Warehouse. Truckloads and truckloads of home furnishings must be sold now. Sofas, love seats, recliners, home office, dining room, mattresses, home theater, and much, much more. The savings are huge. The excitement is intense. The intense tent sale at Furniture Warehouse on Road Redwood. At Furniture Warehouse on Road Redwood. Hurry, only seven more days. On Road Redwood. Furniture Warehouse on Road Redwood. Oh, man. Does it get much better than that? So in one of the articles I read for uh, uh, when I read about why they closed, it had, because uh, it's an old article, right? But it had a link to their website. So if you go to the website, it pulls up saying that their demo, uh, the Road Redwood domain is, is, is available. That could be our, our podcast website. Yeah. And How much do you think start... it costs? I don't know. I mean, they they went all in on the Road Redwood thing. 
to even have their website be that domain name. Oh, yeah. It was smart. I think it was really smart marketing. They were committed to their brand. In that same article that we read, they talk about how furniture is basically it's a luxury. And that's going to be one of the last things you purchase in tough times. And even then, you're not going to purchase a lot of furniture anyway. It's not maybe even a, probably not even a yearly occurrence. So having a big store like that, when there's so much competition, I'm sure was already had its, its struggles. Also, because a lot of those places, um, like you heard their commercials, they'd have like 0% financing or all these creative financing options. And during that time frame, like this, a lot of banks just weren't lending money unless you had like amazing credit, right? And I had a a guy, a money guy, when I was doing a bunch of flips back then. Um, so his main job was, um, if I understood correctly, was he would loan um, money to smaller furniture stores, kind of like the RC Willie concept of the credit card, but he would be kind of like a B paper lender. And he was making so many deals. Cause like all these furniture places like RC Williams stuff, they just, they wouldn't lend to you because you didn't have like perfect credit. So clients that would normally be like good clients in normal times were now becoming his clients. So he was just writing so much business for loans for furniture back then that he's like, Oh, and they're low risk because they're actually decent, you know, clientele. It's just that the bigger box stores just can't loan to them. They couldn't take the risk. Yeah, so, people took all the hits. Does that make money. sense? So yeah. So what normally would be like his, you know, C paper was really B paper and A paper to him, you know. Um, so I know he made a lot of money during that time loaning money on furniture. So and he could charge higher rates, right? Because they were technically lower credit people. If that makes any sense. Yeah, the the marketing for them oftentimes was there didn't they didn't even do a credit check. So I wonder how much that hurt their business, the fact that they didn't do the credit checks. Yeah. And, and how much mm-hmm. they were lending to people that shouldn't have been getting any kind of financing in the first place. Right. Yeah. Oh, furniture stores. My wife and I laughed the other day as we were driving around and saw somebody with a newer vehicle and on the license plate, it came from one of those many dealerships and that said no credit, no problem, whatever. And you know, just seeing one of those cars drive around, it just spells it right out. That person has terrible credit. If that's the place (laughs) you're going to, to get a vehicle, you don't even need to tell us anymore. Yeah. That's always been a joke inside joke with some people I know that, Anybody can have a car payment, right? <laughs> Just because you have a nice car doesn't mean you have a lot of money because anybody can have a car payment. It does make me wonder. I tried to find the Riddle family on the social medias. Not necessarily reach anybody, but I was just curious what they do now. Because they were a big family. Sounded like at least six siblings under 
Gary, the the original one that began it all. When it shut down, they said they were completely exiting furniture. So just wonder where they went. Do they stay in Utah? Do they find a new venture? I don't know. It'd be interesting to know where they are now. Yeah. Um, made me think of, uh, in that article again, going back to the Tribune article, they said like people were asking like, are you really going out of business when they were going out of business? Or is this just like a, a marketing gimmick. gimmick, you know? And it reminds me, I don't, it's a guy up in like Riverdale or something. Have you seen those commercials that he's oh, going yeah. out of business and he's retiring? Yeah. It doesn't mean he's like, like means he's getting out of the business. It's not like his store is going out of business, but I think it's funny how they kind of make it sound like it's going out of business. I actually love like, those commercials, by the way. Do you love them? It yeah. kind of reminds you of, okay. Well, those are like the I'm new. I'm retired. Red I don't even come here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm partly retired, <laughs> but I'm here every day for 12 hours a day. <laughs> Instead of working 70 hours a week, I only work 60. The marketing for any place like this, a car dealership, a furniture store, it's always, we're losing so much money, we can't even slash our prices anymore. Like, this is the best deal you're ever going to get. That's always <laughs> the, the direction they go. We've done now two episodes on furniture stores. I think for our third one, we're going to have to get that retiring guy on. Yes. If we can find him in between his fishing I mean, yeah, trips. I mean, he's, he's probably just fishing all the time, but we're going to have to reach out, get him on here. Do you remember back when we used to go over reviews? We haven't done that in a long time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I know. I found some on Yelp for Furniture Warehouse with some interesting details I'll share with you. And yes. then we'll wrap it up. As it turns out, the power bill for this place ran $10,000 per month. So if that gives you in a perspective of how much it costs to just maintain the space, $10,000 just for the power bill. Add in support staff for a bajillion salespeople and all the advertising and it made for lots of overhead. That's 124,000 square feet of overhead. How do I know these things? Well, I met the old feller in the cowboy hat from the commercials and it turns out he's really quite nice and very soft-spoken. I feel like a jerk for mocking the commercials now, but I suppose even the richest, even the nicest guys make bad commercials. They're keeping the store, other store open, um, which they didn't. So this must have been before that, but they could run the other store by one guy, perhaps two on the weekend, 12,000 square feet. doesn't cost the same to keep it lit and warm. And then he says, best of luck, Cowboys. This guy said, it was my first time in the store. And with the closing, it will be our last. But to be honest, even if the store was not closed, I wouldn't go back. They carry big furniture. Large sofas, giant beds, big dressers, you get the idea, and that's just not my style. When it comes to furniture, I much prefer modern contemporary place, pieces like Ikea. So, yeah, you shared at the top of the episode just how big a stuff they sold there, right? Right. And we'll post this picture for everyone on social media, but that rocking chair is big enough for probably five people. I wish my best to the family. Seems like they... Enjoyed what they did. It was a family business. Ran for a lot of years. As I said, 1975 is when they began. Who knows what they're up to now? If you know, let us know and 
we'd like to cover whatever it is they're they're on to next or they should help us write a commercial for our podcast we don't need help writing a commercial or a jingle we already got that down. that's true no worries We're, we got that down. that's the only place we excel in <laughs> making that. up corny songs songs yeah and those stupid jokes and those stupid jokes i hate your stupid jokes <laughs> Uh, good time. All right. Well, I guess next time you're passing by on Road Redwood, don't forget. When you're trying out the continuous flow intersection. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is a place podcast. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>